0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk with Sophie Yasmin. I'm now on episode five and I'm going to be real with you. For this episode, I'm very last minute. It is it is very last minute before the release of the episode and I'm not entirely sure as I'm speaking to you now what I'm actually going to focus this episode on. Obviously, during the week I've been thinking about my impending podcast episode and The one thing that just kept coming up in my mind was the subject of feeling the fear and doing it anyway. I've had a mixed week or two of um, wildly mixed emotions and I would say that this is a subject that I'm quite passionate about. It is something that whenever I am feeling the fear and doing it anyway, I feel empowered, I feel great, I feel like I'm achieving in life, I feel happy. And when I'm not and I'm feeling more insular and feeling the fear I feel not so great. So this episode again as all of these episodes seem to be is just another way of me personally unpacking my own thoughts and going through these things as reminders, constant reminders to myself of how we can potentially Live our best lives, you know, improve, self-help, all these things, personal growth. I'm really, really interested in that, as I'm sure we all are. So if any of these things that I'm about to share with you resonate or help you, then my job is done. Okay, so without any more delay, because, you know, it's running late here. Let's get straight into this. Feeling the fear and doing it anyway. I'm pretty sure that that's a title of a book that I have not read. Um, it's one of these books that has been a previous New York Times number one bestselling book. Um, but I also read somewhere else that in another book, I'm sure, about similar kinds of things, because I'm all about that right now. I'm just reading, reading, reading all these things about the same information written by someone else, written in a slightly different way, written from slightly different points of views, all coming to the same conclusion that... If you think a certain way, if your mindset is a certain way, if you behave a certain way, you will achieve success. I mention the word success in almost every single episode that I do, at least in the solo episodes. So, success, I just want to reiterate in case you haven't listened to other episodes yet. Success for me is experiencing positive results. Okay, so it's nothing to do with money. I think. The word success can be very loaded for a lot of people and people get the impression that success means you have a lot of money, but that's not necessarily true. Okay, so just experiencing positive results. Whenever I use the word success, that's what I mean. Okay, so it was in some other book that I read that you kind of don't need to read the book, feel the fear and do it anyway, because the title just says it all, right? It's like self-explanatory and I'm I'm sure the book is fantastic and maybe I should get it and read it, but... I, I guess it will be full of fantastic stories and examples of, you know, how you will experience success if you feel the fear and do it anyway. So I guess I'm just basically saying that you don't need to listen to this podcast episode to understand what I'm talking about here. But what I am going to offer you are my own personal experiences, um, my stories, my my journey through feeling the fear and doing it anyway, of which I have been throwing myself into over the last three to four years for sure. And in little pockets of gold dust, I like to think of them throughout my adult life. Um, I may not have realised that that's what I was doing at the time, but just, you know, dipping my toe, just very gently, one little toe at a time over the years has actually proven to change my life completely. Um, So yeah, now I'm more aware of that, I kind of make myself do things. Um, So this is what I'm going to share with you. I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get straight into it. Now, fear. I'm not going to define this word because obviously I'm quite sure I'm not going to be able to define it better than the Oxford English Dictionary can, but we all experience fear. We know. I I don't need to explain what fear actually is, but what I can say is, What is the opposite of fear? Now that's something I never used to think about and my awareness has developed enough now that, okay, I've learned that the opposite of fear is faith. You know, having that faith or trust or belief in something or yourself, okay? And so part of feeling the fear and doing it anyway is about having trust, belief or faith in yourself or the thing or the someone else, right? And so, when we open our awareness into thinking in that way, flipping everything on its head. So if you're thinking in a negative way, okay, flip it. What's on the other side of that coin? This is kind of how I want to think about our life and everything that we do, you know, everything that we're scared of doing. Flip it, flip it over, flip it over. Like a pancake. I had pancakes this morning. That's why it's on my brain. So why do we experience fear? In my eyes, one of the reasons would be that we're being presented with an opportunity to grow that's that's that flipping it on its edge kind of thing you know I'm seeing that from a positive point of view I'm not going to think oh god I've been presented with this situation or person or experience just because life is awful and it's out to get me no I mean of course there are moments where I'll think like that and I'll be down in the doldrums but again with this heightened awareness and knowledge that I thankfully am improving on all the time hopefully it's that realization that okay well you know this is an opportunity now what do you you have a choice feel the fear and crumble or you know disintegrate or feel the fear and do that thing anyway and grow from it learn from if it doesn't go right no one's there's no sort of golden ticket that means that every time you feel the fear and do it anyway it's going to be a great positive result that's not true Uh, No one can guarantee that, but that unknown dipping your toe into this unknown situation, you know, there's opportunity there to grow that you would not have otherwise if you chose not to act upon the situation. So let's choose that. Let's give ourselves the chance at least to experience some growth. So every time we're presented with something new, something scary, something that sort of presents fear into our hearts, this is the chance that we suddenly have to step out of our comfort zone. It's really nice to be inside our comfort zone, isn't it? It feels like that warm, fuzzy hug that you'd have from, like, the teddy bear you've had since you were three years old, you know? But it is, unfortunately for us, in the sort of discomfort zone, I don't know if anyone's ever coined that term before. Let's say, okay, Sophie Yasmin said that first. The dis- discomfort zone, that's the area outside of your comfort zone, is where all the magic happens. This is what we're always told all the time, you know? And there are various slogans out there, like um, all the sports people who are like, you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So how do we do that? Okay, well, I can only talk from my own point of view, which is the point of this episode. And I would just say, just start. Like me here today with this particular episode, you know, it's it's kind of last minute and, you know, there is the opportunity to think, oh, well, would it matter if I just released my episode a day or two late? And I thought, no, just start, get on with it, you know? I think the point is here is that there's magic in that the energy that I'm now feeling—I'm in—I'm in a sweat. You know, the energy that I'm now feeling because I'm just doing it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't particularly have a plan for this episode, other than that I want to talk about this subject and I'm passionate about it. So, with that in mind, I can reflect on all the other times in my life that I can remember that I've done things like that and what I've experienced because I made that choice. And it was—it's just that split second choice in some cases. You know, that will be the difference between you experiencing a positive result or you, you know, dare I say it, stay in the same place or in some cases take a step backwards. Okay, I'm all about moving forward, moving forward, constantly moving, moving, moving. Right. I mean, I love driving. Maybe that's also the case, but I can't think of anything worse than actually taking a step sideways. Like you're staying in the same place. Maybe the situation has changed. You've taken a step sideways right? I want to take that even if it's like an inch forward. That's progress. So, not in any particular order, I can tell you about times I have felt the fear and done it anyway. Okay, some of them are going to be smaller than others. You know, it's not a competition here. I'm not in competition with myself. I'm not in competition with anyone else. I'm just doing things and just it, like my my motto, which I do mention in my podcast episodes, says I just want to see what I can get away with, and um, I've unconsciously been doing that for a few years now. So, for example, after I, I'm a, I'm a classically trained violinist, um, having studied for five years at a music conservatoire in London. I mean, after that, I thought, well, I've been doing that very intensely for a long time, like all my life, so. I like other things. I want to try some other things. You know, I feel like I'm not defined by being a musician. I, I have so many other interests and crazy ideas and things that I want to do. So I started a YouTube channel called Sophie Asmin. I mean, you can find it there now. It's, it's absolutely there. And, you know, I... I just wanted to see what I could do. I thought it might be a comedy channel at first. I mean, it is in the sense that some of the videos are hilariously bad. So I, I have I have ticked that box, if you like. Um, I also thought maybe I'll make it some sort of music style videos where I'll play violin and it will be more, more of a music-based channel. Um, but in the end, I just did things that brought me joy. You know, there were some cooking videos, that that was comedy um (laughs) you know and yes some music videos and 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 some impersonations and just all sorts of crazy things and that was very scary for me to create that channel I was talking about it for a very long time before I actually uploaded anything and um I have I'm going to confess deleted a couple of videos which are just so embarrassing I, I can't bear it anymore if you are interested in checking out one of my videos, then my most viewed video is actually a review video about a violin case that I had just bought, and it was kind of tongue-in-cheek. I thought I, I thought no one was watching. It has got, like, over 33,000 views now, which is fantastic. And, um, you know, my very first video was how to dress as Severus Snape for Halloween, which has also thousands of views, and the thought of thousands of people having watched that really fill me with fear sometimes but I felt the fear and did it anyway they're up there I'm not deleting anything anymore everything is there including the 1100 people and counting that have seen me do impressions of the sims now that's one to be proud of I'm pretty sure look so no great success has come from my youtube channel You know, that wasn't the purpose. I mean, okay, yes, I may have wanted to be some sort of famous YouTuber making millions, just vlogging every day. How nice would that be? But, you know, I had fun. I I progressed as a person. I became more confident. I pushed myself to do things that I wanted to do, but maybe would have been too shy to do. Or, you know, I was scared maybe of getting bad comments or worse, no one would watch them. So that wasn't the purpose of it. I'm just glad that I did it, and I, and I know that I have gained so much from it. So that's a few years ago now. Other things I've done. Photography. Okay, so I started a little portrait photography business where I would take photos of people who needed headshots, and, you know, I did that. I had the confidence to put myself out there and say, yes, I can take your photos. I believe in my abilities enough really scary. I'm not a professional photographer, you know, I haven't gone to sort of like photography school, if such a thing exists, I'm sure it does. So not being a professional photographer, all the fears and sort of, you know, doubts in my head, oh, well, what if this person that's paying me to take their photos, what if they don't like them, you know, then what? That means I'm really bad at what I do. Well, no, I felt the fear and did it anyway. I grew from that. Yes, I had a couple of clients, you know, as long as I had the energy to do it, Things were great and I loved doing it, so why not? Why not put myself forward? You know, that's another another thing that I've done. I'm kind of well known for doing things that no one else really does, you know. Um, namely the most the biggest and most crazy is applying for TV game shows. I've been on three or four and I went on them in a very short period of time as well. It was just sort of like a thing I did. And I'm very proud to say that those were really really fun moments that are now captured on camera and I will never forget again the reasons for doing that were not only because I love game shows and I've always wanted to be on a game show but the idea of applying for one is more complex than you might think you apply online you get a phone call which is basically a a telephone interview and you know, hopefully you you have a good personality. So you pass that with flying colors. Thank you very much. And then you're invited for an, an audition, an in-person audition where there's all sorts of other people there who are all boisterous and annoying. And, you know, if you're shy and retiring, like I can be, then it's kind of like, oh, there's all these people I have to compete with. And I, I don't know if I can stand out or do I want to stand out, you know, and uh, all these emotions, all the fear, all the doubt. But, you know, I just did it, pushed myself to do these things and just be myself in a quest to learn who am I in these experiences and can I just have the confidence to go into a whole room full of people I don't know and just be myself and it's through doing these things in a sort of, um, you know, on repeat basically that I acquired the skill to be able to do that you know, um, and there have been some crazy, crazy game shows. One in particular, which is akin to Total Wipeout, if anyone's ever seen that, it's a UK programme. Well, basically, these crazy obstacle courses that are impossible. Yes, I was on one of those and basically broke my back and never again. Really, really don't know why I did that. But I, I loved that I tried. and I, And yes, never mind. So we have game shows, confidence building, you know, just do it, just do it. It's crazy. Um, TV and film extras work. Now that's kind of a, a, a another situation where you're like throwing yourself into a situation that is not my comfort zone at all. I'm not an actress. I'm not comfortable acting. I'm not sort of someone that is wanting to be in that industry anyway. So it's kind of like, well, why are you doing it? Well, you know, just because it's cool to be on a show, isn't it? In the background, you're getting paid some money to be there. If you're not doing anything else, it's, it's just fun. And, you know, it's again, that sort of character building in terms of, you know, you're just throwing yourself into this unknown discomfort zone and you're meeting all these people that you've never met before. Some people are crazy. Some people are great. Some people are not. And you just get on with it. It's just character building, confidence building. and These are the reasons why I chose to do those things. And one of the biggest ones, which I'm sure I will go into more depth on um, more detailed stories about this, but moving to the US was a very, very, very big moment of feeling the fear and doing it anyway. I actually can't think of a bigger moment than that in my life so far. What made me want to do that? Well, I wasn't enjoying my life as it was at the time. Um, I had some work. um, Having just finished studying, I was sort of in this in-between of freelance work as a musician. And um, for most musicians, you know, a lot of that work will be teaching work where I had two different posts, if you like, at two different schools. And Really, the only commitments I had per week were just two to three days. And I was sort of free the other days to do, you know, or to use those days how I wanted or obviously w- was free to get work and, and to work as a, as a musician. So that sounds ideal to most people, right? That's, that's so flexible. It's not like a nine to five job Monday to Friday, which is very, very stressful and time consuming and, and, and energy sapping, You know, I had all these other days for myself to use how I wanted to use them. But I was very, very unhappy with what I was doing. It's because I didn't really enjoy the things I was doing. So something had to change. And it was after going on a holiday to um, a road trip in California and ending up in L.A., where I just had this sudden feeling that, wow, this is somewhere I want to be. This is somewhere I want to live. I just felt such great energy there. The people, everything, the weather, of course, you can't you can't dispute the sun, especially when you're from England and you don't see the sun that much. So to, to sort of cut a very long story short, I gave myself an excuse to sort of head back out to L.A. another time, in the spring of 2017. And I just gave myself permission to, let's just see what it would be like if I were to sort of scout out, you know, would it be possible to sort of eventually live and work in LA at some point in my life? Let's just see. And I saw enough in two weeks that I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to do this. So from LA, on my phone, I drafted a couple of emails to the employers that, that that I had. Um, and I handed in my notice saying I'm basically moving to LA and I, and I have never been so scared in my life as when I pressed that button and I made sure I pressed it. It's almost like when you're doing a countdown, three, two, one, and I pressed it on two rather than on one, you know, I sort of quickly did it before I chickened out. And that's the best decision I've ever made in my whole entire life. And I've never looked back since. And, uh, That is the biggest example of feeling the fear and doing it anyway that I could ever possibly describe from my own personal life. What's happened since then? Well, what did happen was that I couldn't believe that um, the schools that I had given my notice to didn't want me to finish the year because I hadn't actually given enough notice for them to find a new teacher. And I was kind of banking on that as my safety net that they'd be like, oh, I need you to just work one more term and then you can go. That's why I sort of had the confidence to, to send that email, uh, quitting everything that I had, every commitment that I had. So what they ended up saying was, that's fine, off you go, good luck, that's great news. I thought, oh God, okay, I've really I've really done it. That's it, I've done it. I remember getting home and, and thinking, right, so um, better look at some flights then. And I did and I went out at the end of September 2017 and um, long story short, ended up living there for a year and, you know, I've set up a business there now where I continue to travel back and forth between LA and London and still have my sights on setting up shop there and living there someday soon. So, so much happened from that one decision to just feel the fear and do it anyway. And of course, there were, there have been many moments since then where there have been fearful situations, for example, on the morning of my flight. Oh, this is real. I'm going. This is it. You know, getting there. I had things booked for about two months where I told myself, right, well, okay, you know, just try it out for two months. If things don't work, what's the worst that could happen? You just come back home and I, I live in a privileged situation where I have the means to do that. A lot of people don't have these opportunities. It's rude not to do it. That's another another one of my sayings. It's it's rude not to go for things when some people don't even have the opportunity. Right? It's rude to those people. And sometimes that's what gives me the kick up the backside that I need to get going and and and, and push myself and experience the fear because more often than not, what I can say is that after you've experienced that fear, you experience a great sense of looking back and thinking, wow, I can't believe I almost didn't do this because look at the good that has come out of this. Okay, so one thing I can say is that um, starting this podcast was another one of those moments and I'm really glad that I've done it. Um, I'm really glad that you're here listening to me right now. And there is so much more that I have learned along the way that I'm going to be sharing in future episodes. This episode is just a short little pep talk for anyone that might need it. And almost like an introductory episode to further offshoots of this subject where there is so much that comes from feeling the fear and doing it anyway. You know, it can be setting up a business. What's that like? What does that entail? I've set up a business not only in the UK, but also in LA. And I don't want that to sound like boasting because it's not. I'm like in disbelief. I, you know, it's sort of, I'm amazed. But both of those situations have been from feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And feeling the fear comes from not knowing how to do those things. I don't know anything. I just sort of come up with the idea that I want to do something and that that's the first step always. What do you actually want? What are you passionate about? So once you know that, that's it. You just start. So for example, setting up a business. Okay, I don't really know how to do that. I'm going to look up or learn from the people, or talk to the people I need to talk to who know more than me or who are doing what I would like to do. Figure out how they've done it and start off like them and then make your own way. And that's, that's kind of how you do everything, isn't it? You know, just get all the knowledge that you need. And then just go for it. Go for it with all the faith in the world that nothing bad is going to happen. As long as you're not going to die, let's just give it a try. Oh, well, there you go. I think that's the, that's the, um, the quote of the whole entire podcast series. If you're not going to die, you might as well give it a try. That's very English as well, isn't it? Like, oh, you might as well. There are a couple of quotes I'd like to share with you as well. As always, in every episode, I like to share a couple of quotes that I find inspirational. The braver we are, the luckier we get. That's a quote by Glennon Doyle, who is an author of, again, books that I have not read, but I would like to. She is famous for a book called Love Warrior. Um, again, another New York Times number one best-selling author. And she has a new book that is about to come out, which kind of... I think resonates with me, and I think it will for a lot of women out there. It's called Untamed. And the strap line is, when women learn how to please, we forget who we are. This is how you find yourself. So that sounds like a really good book to read. So she sounds like a smart kind of gal. I really like the quote that she said anyway, which is kind of a bit like um, fortune favors the brave, that kind of vibe. Another quote I'd like to tell you is Follow Your Bliss by Joseph Campbell. He is the guy that actually inspired basically the whole entire Star Wars story, um, where George Lucas became friends with him and actually ended up changing all of the plot of Star Wars to fit with all this stuff that he learned from Joseph Campbell, who was a, a mythologist. So Follow Your Bliss is a quote that he's famous for, where he was talking about maybe perhaps to find yourself, you know, Follow what you enjoy, follow what you're passionate about, and that will lead you to success. You know, the positive results come from having good energy and good intentions and good thoughts and beliefs about things. And, you know, I think it goes without saying that those things only arise when you're feeling good. And what makes you feel good? Well, the things that make you feel good that you're doing. Okay, so that's kind of what I've been Striving for in the last few years in my life. You know, um, I'm very, very pleased and blessed and privileged to say that I've not really done anything I haven't wanted to do in the last few years of my life. And that's been a conscious choice. I might be very privileged to be able to be in a position to do and say that, but I I believe that we are all, we all have the right to live our lives in that way. and it's not been plain sailing and totally easy at all. And I'm pr- pretty sure I will share some more stories with you about, you know, the ups and downs of following your bliss. So as always, thank you so much for listening to this. Um, I hope it's been of some use, like a little pep talk, a little little friendly, friendly person in your ear to give you some sort of buzz that you might want to, you know, Start that book you've always wanted to write. Start the podcast you've always wanted to start. I don't know, whatever it might be. Enjoy photography. Go out and take pictures. And just follow your bliss. Just follow your bliss. It's a a really nice way to live. You know, it doesn't have to be your your career path. um, But it can be something you do on the side that makes you happy, that makes whatever job you're currently in more bearable. And that's one step closer to doing what we want to do with our lives. In future episodes... Some of the topics I want to be covering are active steps. Like, what can you do to change negative beliefs, negative self talk, stuff like that, to, it, with, with sort of like our life in mind, changing our life for the better and what that entails? Um, I, I, yeah, I'd like to say that my life is. Completely changed ever since I went to LA. I don't know if that's down to LA as such, but whatever it is, for me, it had a big, big impact on me, the people that I met, the experiences that I had. And so I definitely will be sharing these things with you in the upcoming episodes. Again, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it more than you know. And I can't wait to speak to you in the next episode. Speak to you then.